Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Visible Entrepreneur. I am excited to talk about today's topic just because it's something I haven't really publicly talked before. This is the place to ask questions. This is the place to take notes. This is the place to learn strategy. Welcome to the Visible Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Lewis, and this is the podcast you'll love listening to week after week. After a history in Hollywood, I know what it takes to get visible. And as an entrepreneur, you don't have to keep feeling frustrated and trapped, not able to get yourself out there. Myself, my guests, and even my family are here to lift you up, guide you, and give you powerful ideas so that you can get your unique voice into the online space. Ready? Let's do it. I have been sitting back and thinking about what I could bring to you that would be interesting and different from what we've been talking about normally, because I know we've been covering a lot about public speaking and podcasting and press and publicity and all these really fun things. But wanting to have a little bit of a change of pace, I sat back and thought, well, what's something that I've really learned over the past couple of months that I could bring to you that would be really interesting and something you possibly may not have heard of before? And I decided that I was going to talk today about Pinterest. So today we're going to be talking about exploding your marketing and sales with Pinterest. This is a process that I have, I'm not going to say mastered, but gotten really familiar with over the last eight months and has really, really changed my business. So let's go back into the history of how all of this happened. And you might be able to relate to some of this because you may be uh, either the host of a podcast show, you might be live streaming every week, you might have a YouTube channel. So you're familiar with the process of marketing that. You do the graphics, you post them regularly, you're uh, emailing your newsletter and telling them to come and tune in, but you might be getting in a cycle of stagnation and feeling really frustrated because that traffic isn't really coming in whether it be your YouTube channel or the, you know, hosting your podcast, whatever it may be, even a blog, you might be feeling frustrated because it's not translating into subscribers and sales. And that's where I was at a little over a year ago. I had done all the things I can't even tell you, so systematized of posting everywhere I needed to post every single week. And I'd get a couple of comments, I'd get a couple people tuning in, but it wasn't the level that I wanted. And most importantly, it wasn't translating into the sales that I needed. So after doing some research, I thought, you know what, I'm going to focus more on a search engine. And aside from Google and that kind of stuff, the number one platform that I could go to was Pinterest. So I started looking around Pinterest and seeing if entrepreneurs had moved over to the platform yet. And there were a couple. I know Mariah Cause had and a couple other people, but it really wasn't a huge phenomenon yet. So I decided to put all my eggs into this basket and to dive into Pinterest to see if it would work harder for me than the other social media channels I had been trying. So that is when I started with Pinterest. And the way that I decided to do it is that I knew I was going to have to do weekly content, which I was already pretty much doing, but I knew it was going to be definitely mandatory. And I myself decided to hire a Pinterest manager because I knew that if I was going to be focusing so heavily on content creation, the last thing I wanted to do was then have to do pin creation and deal with all the scheduling and all that. My brain, even though it's something I probably could have done, 
it wasn't a good utilization of my time. So I did bring on a Pinterest manager. And then I went to work continuing to publish weekly on my blog. And a lot of people say, oh, blogging's dead. Or if you're not passionate about blogging, don't bother. But for me, I knew from having, you know, been a part of this business for so long that the most important thing to any website is SEO. And every time I was writing words on my blog, all of those wonderful Google spiders, website spiders were grabbing those words to help me rank in search engines which is true with Pinterest, which is true with YouTube. So I saw it as extremely foolish to not focus on blogging. And that was my personal choice. But I do believe if you're going to move to Pinterest, you have to have a blog. So anyway, so yes, I still did a video that went on YouTube, but I also put it at the top of my blog inside of Kajabi. And yes, I still promoted the weekly content on social media channels uh, like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn. But all of that traffic was just a bonus, not a necessity. I was primarily focusing on traffic from Pinterest and putting all of my energy there. So the first thing I'd like to chat with you about is what I was in charge of and what my Pinterest manager was in charge of. So you can kind of see the full scope of work that it took when I dove into this platform. So the first thing is I would focus on writing the blog and shooting the video, putting that in the blog, and I would send her the URL. I was also in charge of taking pieces of that and putting it on social media channels for promotion. Um, But that was pretty much it. The content creation phase, that was my territory. Then what she would do is create pins that would point to that URL. She'd also schedule those pins to go out in a software called Tailwind. And I will be linking below in case you want to try that for a month free. Uh, Then she would schedule those pins uh, to go out, you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but we would do about 70% my content, 30% other people's content. She would then pin to my boards, group boards, and Tailwind Tribes. And then she would send me a monthly report of the stats. So that's kind of how we divvied up the work. Um, It worked really well. Um, But at first, it was honestly really tiring. It is not an instant gratification platform. It took multiple months to start seeing more traffic coming to my website. So it was a lot of work. You know, if you're publishing content every week on a blog and video, you're looking at, I don't know, depending on how fast you are at it, at least five to 10 hours a week, I would say, doing that. So it was time consuming. And at that time, I was doing all of that work myself. Now I have my assistant that comes in after I record the video, after I write the blog, and she schedules pieces of that to go out on social media. So that is a time saver if you have uh, VAs that you can assign that to. So at this point, and I'm thinking about month four of the process, feeling tired. I'm wondering if the payments that I'm paying out are worth it. And I'm just kind of going, you know what, I'm going to stick to it because I'm pretty stubborn. And I just really know that this can work if I'm patient enough. So I'm going to put the link below because the actual uh, blog is interesting. I actually put uh, stats and graphics from my journey. So month one, you're looking at anywhere from, let's see, three to 10 clicks to my website per day. So here it says the month of July, August, um, you got a, I got a total of 98 clicks to website. So pretty good. And then domain pin saves, 
which is the number of times your pins, the ones that link to your website, are being saved to people's boards on Pinterest. That was at 97. So it was going pretty well, but that wasn't translating to a ton of opt-ins. So we kept building, kept building, kept building. And then by month four, I was up to 619 website clicks. So you can see that that went up like crazy from 98, right? We went from 98 all the way up to 619, and then we went up to 326 pins saved, which is up from 97. So it's a pretty consistent amount of growth. And we, I started at like, I don't know, 40 opt-ins in month one, all the way up to now I'm getting about 200 opt-ins per month. And I included the stats for my most recent month, which was, uh, let's see, 300 website click-throughs, so that had gone down just a little bit, but our saves were up to 425. So we're at kind of a leveling off period right now, and this month I'm actually bringing on a Pinterest ads manager, which I'm really excited about. But you can see that I'm averaging about 200 opt-ins per month strictly from Pinterest. So as you can imagine, the email list is steadily growing, and that means because I have all the funnels in place, which we've talked about in previous episodes, that my sales are growing too. So this was a big deal for me. This was the first time that it didn't really matter what I was doing on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or LinkedIn or Twitter. It was all bonus stuff, but I knew, and I know now on a monthly basis, that I'm getting the traffic I need from Pinterest. Do you see how that takes the stress off of off of you when it comes to social media. That's all a bonus and it's great. I still go live in my Facebook group. I still do all the things because I do think there's a lot of really great potential there on social media platforms. But my SEO engine is going like crazy because I'm utilizing Pinterest. So going to take a break here. If you have any questions so far, feel free to post them. If you're on YouTube, you can post them below. Otherwise, you can go to the blog and post them or just tag me in your stories at Visibility Vix on Instagram. And I'm happy to go deeper into this process with you uh, if you would like. And I definitely recommend, uh, and I'm going to put the link below, if you want to start going over your visibility plan, take advantage of my visibility uh, planning class. And you're going to find that at visibilityvixen.com forward slash 90 days. And I will link that below. But that's the visibility plan workshop. So we've gone through why I moved to Pinterest. We've talked about what that journey looked like. And so now what I want to talk to you about is what metrics you need to focus on if you're going to be utilizing Pinterest. Because there's some that you want to pay attention to, but there's others you really need to ignore. So you'll see posts, usually on Facebook, where people are like, woohoo, I hit a million monthly views on my Pinterest, which is great. I've definitely hit that too. But that is a total vanity metric because that could be maybe you pinned a quote from someone else's Pinterest and it went viral and it got saved 3 million times. Well, that is also going to mean that part of your monthly viewership is of that viral pin. So as you can see, it can be absolutely useless. But if you want to take a screenshot, put it on your press page, be my guest. But for me, I'm much more interested in the actual traffic. So you can look at the monthly views and go like, okay, if your monthly views are going up, that's good. That means that your account is getting more viral. 
but I honestly wouldn't invest in those numbers any more than that. The second stat that you're going to want to ignore are impressions. That's just eyeballs. So for example, you know how you scroll through the Facebook feed? It's kind of like that. It doesn't mean that the person has clicked your pin, that has, you know, looked at your pin up close. It just means impressions, overall views. So we also don't want to look at that seriously at all. The two things that I like to look at are clicks to website, and that means that people are clicking on your pin and going to your website. This is a great metric to keep track of. Those are the ones that I was uh, telling you about earlier on in the show. It's really good for you to keep an eye on this and see if they are going up because that means that A, your pins are good, and B, your schedule of pinning, where you're pinning to, is great as well. Along with clicks to website, I like to look at saves. I just like to look at how many people are saving my content on a monthly basis. I especially love Tailwind Tribes for this reason. I'm getting reshares and saves all the time there. So that's really good to know that my content is working and reaching people. The last metric you're gonna wanna look at is followers. For me, I like to look at this just like I would on Instagram, just to see overall how many people are following my content. So when I first started, I think I was at 100 followers, and now I'm at over 2,000. What's great about that is that they're seeing my content first when they log in. It means a higher chance of them repinning my stuff. So I just like to look at this overall, and I think that it's a great metric to just keep an eye on. So ideally, if you're going to be doing this yourself, keep an eye on those stats, screenshot them, save them, just so that you can see your growth. If you're going to hire this out, make sure that they're sending you a monthly report and that they're including this information. Got it? Okay, so now let's talk about how to get into the Pinterest rhythm, because this is definitely not a platform that you can just set and forget. It's not a platform that's just going to grow on its own. It's going to take some consistency on your part. So I'm going to walk you through the different things that I focus on uh, so that hopefully it will help you if you're going to do it yourself or if you're going to hire it out. So the first thing is content creation. You have to be publishing content weekly. This is so important. And a lot of people think like, oh, well, I'm already running a podcast. Can't I just do pins that link to that? You can, but remember, we also want to blog because of the SEO. So I don't care if you're gonna do the video and then have your VA create a blog based on that video, but I think it's really important to also include a blog because Pinterest wants new pins and it wants new URLs. That's why we wanna be constantly publishing new content and not just setting and forgetting, you know, the fact that we did 20 blogs five months ago and we're just letting it ride, right? We want that consistent growth. So you have to commit to new content. I do recommend blogging at least once or twice a month. Uh, that should say week. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So the second thing you're going to want to focus on is pin design. For me, I just wanted to focus on the content creation. So I outsource this part. Um, and including the Pinterest maintenance. But if you do want to do it yourself, I do have a template that I can link below from my friend Laura Reich because it is by far, I think, a really, really great toolkit and it includes Pinterest templates that are proven to convert. But you do want to put 
a large amount of focus on your Pinterest design until you find what really works and what gets repinned a lot. It took us a couple of months to figure it out, but once we did, it's been working really well. And so those are the templates that we use. And you can feel free to check out my profile, Visibility Vixen on Pinterest, if you want to check out what we've been doing. Okay, so now let's talk about pinning. You're going to want to use a system like Tailwind so you can set up a scheduling feature called Smart Loops. This is very similar to if you've used Hootsuite or Meet Edgar or Social Bee or whatever for your social media channels. This is very similar, but for Pinterest. So think of it as that auto poster. And what this is going to do for you is it's going to let you log in like once a month, save a bunch of other people's content that's applicable put in your content, and then let it go. Because ideally, you're going to be pinning anywhere from 10 to 30 times a day. You don't want to be doing that manually. What a nightmare. So this way, if you use a software like Tailwind, which I will link below if you want a free month, this is how you're going to spend the smallest amount of time on that platform pinning because you've sorted through and scheduled your pins in advance. So in terms of what to pin, I recommend a 70-30 ratio. That means 70% your content, your pins, and 30% other people's content, other people's pins. Obviously, if you're just getting started, you're not going to have a lot of content, and that's okay. Then just reverse it. Have it be 70% other people's content. But ideally, you want to get up to this ratio so that you can um, have the largest amount of traffic going to your pins. Okay, and last but not least, the other thing you're going to, going to want to think about are Pinterest groups and Pinterest tribes. This is definitely the lifeblood of Pinterest. This is, think of it as like a Facebook group, but everyone is there to share your content. This is a great place to go for you to find content to share from other people's pins, but pretty much this is where you're gonna be getting the majority of your repins, which means getting more eyeballs on your content, which means more clicks through to your website. So I'm currently a part of 34 group boards and 16 tribes. I know that sounds like a lot, and this is why you might want to eventually invest in a Pinterest manager, but we get so much traffic because of those reshares. And today I'm recording it. It's a Sunday, and I've it's already, I think it was 12 o'clock when I checked, and I'd already gotten 20 reshares that day just from Tailwind Tribes. So it's pretty amazing stuff. So I know that this can seem like an intense platform. I know it can feel like a whirlwind, but with the resources you'll have available, once you get into a rhythm, you will start seeing some pretty great results in just a few months. And what I really want to stress here is that this is all organic. These are not paid ads. It's all organic traffic. And that's the most exciting part, because if you know that what you're doing is working, you can always bring on an ads manager and make it explode even more. But a lot of times we're working organically and we're feeling frustrated and we know if we're going to invest in a Facebook ads manager, it's going to cost us probably for the manager 1500 to 3000 a month plus ad spend. And a lot of us don't have that in our budget to expend. So why not just hire a Pinterest organic marketing expert, which is going to be much, much less to work on your organic traffic through Pinterest. That's just what I found works for me. Um, so I want you to take that if this feels like a good platform for you, but don't feel pressure. Of course, this is just something that has really helped me with my marketing strategy. 
So if you want to learn more, I do want to invite you to jump on into the Visibility Lounge. We have some amazing intensives. My organic manager has come in and taught a really great training going over my exact system. And my friend Laura has come in to talk about her templates as well as running a paid ad. And we actually set that up using my account. So that's pretty amazing and exciting. So I will put the link below, but you can always go to visibilityvixen.com and find where to join the lounge. It's only $45 a month. It's a crazy steal of a deal. And we can get you rocking and rolling on Pinterest in no time. So to recap, Pinterest is the number one marketing platform that I recommend to any entrepreneur. I don't care if you're a coach, a course creator, a service provider, a membership owner, this can be an amazing platform for you. And if you focus on the metrics that matter and get into a rhythm with publishing consistent content, you are going to see huge results. So I would love to know, are you ready to jump into Pinterest? Is this a platform you've been dying to try? I would love to help guide you as much as possible. Be sure to shout me out and let me know if you've loved this episode. And in the meantime, I'll see you next week. I hope you loved this episode as much as I did. Now we're all about building a tribe here at The Visible Entrepreneur, so be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and then head on over to the Facebook group. It's a great place where you can practice your video, live stream, and really enjoy the community that we have built. In the meantime, I'll see you in the next episode. Now get out there and get more visible. That's a wrap.